0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, and I'm joined, as always, by Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show. and uh, We recently started a few franchises that we're going to work our way through throughout the year on the build-up to the new entries in those franchises, releasing in October. Because there was like four of them all hitting at one time. Uh, so one of them, which we started last month, was uh, the Chucky series, uh, Child's Play specifically, the first movie we did. Uh, there'll be a link to that somewhere in the corner, about now over there, uh, but we're going to talk about Chills Play 2 on this episode the second Chucky movie
1: I feel like we should do this with more than just movies, like if we find out you know, McDonald's is going to have a new sandwich, we should like eat all their <laughs> old sandwiches We're
0: going to talk about Play 2 uh, to awkwardly transition out of whatever that was uh, <laughs> so this is the second Chucky movie and we'll start spoiler free as we typically do and we'll warn you before we go into spoilers about halfway through this one is basically kind of your typical sequel in that it repeats a lot of the beats that the first one did. Um, mm-hmm. Although it hits the ground running a little bit more because we don't have to do the whole is the doll possessed, or isn't it, Jazz? Mm-hmm. You know, Andy knows from the start the doll's possessed. Andy's in foster care. He's, he's He's been given to this new foster family. These, this couple take him home. Uh, so he's living at this new house. And as far as everyone else is concerned, he went through an episode with this doll and it was all delusion. No one actually believes that there was actually a killer... Chucky. Yeah, uh, f- I would have believed. Yeah, but it's not even like it was just the mum that was saying it though, because they, they they imply all oh, the, the mothers are away in an insane asylum for thinking all this. But the cop also yeah. seen all this. What happened to uh, Mark Ruffalo? Whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he's taken home. He's got a sort of there's an older girl there who's staying. She's a teenager called Kyle, who's an main character of the movie. Uh, I did incorrectly say in the last Child's play video that uh, D Wallace was in this. It is not D Wallace; it's Jenny Agutter. I remembered liking the mother, uh, mm-hmm. but it's Jenny Agutter from uh, American Girl in London. Yeah, she was in Walkabout, oh. uh, and then more recently, uh, obviously much older, she was in Avengers and Captain America: The Winter Soldier.
1: Oh, okay, And I didn't uh, recognize her from that, but yeah. nice.
0: But yeah, so 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 I like Jenny Aguirre, So it was nice to see her in here. She's She's the mom. The dad, I don't know his name, but it, I knew him from something, right? And I was sitting mm-hmm. trying to place it. I know him from Police Academy Six: City Under Siege, of all places. Okay. But uh, he's in mm. that.
1: I'll take your word for it.
0: So he was, he was in the sequels. He was in a lot of sequels in the early nineties. That was that was <laughs> his thing. Uh, so no, so that's uh, basically just the movie. Chucky comes after him because Chucky. Knows that if he can perform this ritual Mm. he'll take over Andy's body, he'll he'll no longer be a doll. It means he has to be a kid again for a while, but he'll grow Mm. up and he can be a human being and all the rest Mm. of it. Andy's scared shitless of course and Chucky's Mm. trying to find his way to him and it's shenanigans ensue. So Tim I always ask the question. Yeah.
1: Yes Pete yes, a thousand times yes.
0: I will. (laughs) 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 <laughs> I don't know what fresh set of hell, hellish circumstances <laughs> would lead to me asking you that Tim but I promise you that's not what I was going to ask Tim, do you, did you enjoy Child's Play 2? Or do you enjoy Child's Play? Because i have seen oh, it before, okay. we've both seen it before but... yeah.
1: uh, I actually do a lot um, I don't think this is really going to be much of a surprise because I think we either outright said it or kind of hinted at it on the first episode but it was probably my favourite of the franchise um and it, it it's always hard when you're doing a, a sequel to a you know big franchise horror movie which obviously you know hadn't become a franchise yet but you know when we look back on uh a lot of uh, sequels it's like it, I feel like there's one or two things you can do you can either go like super different from the first one to the point where it's almost like unrecognizable like why Are they doing this? Or you can kind of just do the same thing to like a lesser degree. And uh, I think this actually did a good job of, you know, it didn't do anything really crazy or new. But it was actually, you know, um, like better than the first one i thought like a little enter- more entertaining uh, a little faster paced
0: yeah I, I i actually share the opinion this is my favorite in the series mm-hmm. uh which is like almost a weird statement because it's not necessarily it's not the, the most original one in the series uh mm-hmm. other entries got a lot more inventive and did different things and a lot of ways you could argue this is just kind of like oh the idea from the first one again but maybe it's oh, a little oh. more polished I would even say, Paul, I can almost hear the argument that this this is a, more of a standard slasher movie or more of a standard mm-hmm. horror movie, and you could complain and say, oh, well, it's just kind of put the Chucky formula into that and it's making up... But here, here's, mm-hmm. here's why I like it more than the first one. And I like the first one as well, but it, I think because we've already set up who Chucky is, I feel like the first movie is so bogged down in explaining why... He is this mm-hmm. way. What he needs to do to not be this way. like There's all these things that it has to explain, and it kind of bogs the movie down in this kind of detective mystery side of things, where the mother's trying to figure things out. Whereas this movie, it's... No, no, no. Andy knows what's going on. He's dealt with mm-hmm. them before, and it's about him still coming from, no matter where he goes. It's almost more... Well, maybe scary's not the right word, it's not a scary movie, but it's almost more of a, a fun...
1: Suspenseful or...
0: Horror concept, where... Mm-hmm. He's moved away from his mother, and yet Chucky's still coming for him. He's still trying to find him. But ultimately, I think the movie's just a bit more fun. Like, yeah, it's not as serious as the first one, but it kind of plays to what Chucky is. Like, there's only Mm -hmm. so... You can only take this character, this doll who kills people, and wisecracks as he does it. You can only take that so, you know, seriously to a point. There's there's a certain cut-off where you have to start kind of laughing at yourself and laughing at the Mm -hmm. movie. And I feel that this movie fits that sort of fun element a little bit better than the first one did but it doesn't go like full silly with it like maybe one or two later movies do
1: yeah it's a pretty good medium for what Chucky is uh yeah because it's not like super full-on cheese uh you know like he doesn't become like a you know Freddy Krueger with just making like terrible puns and jokes and and stuff and mm. like you know like everything still feels um I, I guess grounded to a point um <laughs> like I like it. Like I actually feel like I don't. Know, the world isn't like super over the top. Like obviously, um, no, oh, not probably. Sound like I'm contradicting myself. Like some of the characters and, and stuff are, but I feel like the main cast actually, like, felt like pretty believable. Like the Foster family, you know, I, I didn't think yeah. like was over the top. Like the dad. You know, was a little bit like mean at times, but he wasn't like an over-the-top jerk that you're just like, oh, you know, someone killed this guy, and you know, I like the Kyle, the sister. Um, yeah, I, I, a lot. I think
0: I, I think what you're hitting here is fair. Is that mm-hmm. they're not super deep characters, uh, mm-hmm. and they're they they are kind of archetypical to a point, but they don't go t- like you say. The foster dad could have easily became. Uh, this caricature of the angry dad who doesn't trust the kids and is always accusing yeah. them of things. And he never really becomes that. Everyth- when he's having the private conversations with the mother, everything he says about his concerns about having a kid are- all make a lot of sense. Given yeah. what's happened and where they know he came from and what happened with them. everything he says actually sounded reasonable and makes sense. So yeah, they never become
1: like, I, weird I feel like a in that lot- sense. Yeah, like a lot of times in these horror movies you might get these over the top nasty characters because you want to see them die. You know, so you'll get like kind of mustache twirling, you know, villains to the point of where, you know, they're super loud and abusive and just so you get that really like visceral like oh yeah, kill him kind of thing, but no, it it's never never really like that. Um yeah, I, I don't know.
0: They're, they're fairly <laughs> likable. Uh most of the main cast, which is Imp- almost impressive, actually, given most movies, yeah. <laughs> most sequels that come from this era kind of don't really feel that. You're kind of mm-hmm. like, yeah, I just want them all to die, let's, let's, get, yeah. let's get to the killing kind of mm-hmm. thing. Whereas in this, you don't actually feel bad when Chucky kills them, because you're, you're here to see a horror movie, and you know he's going to start off in people left and right, but mm-hmm. it, it works. And Don't get me wrong, there's definitely some disposable characters that are set up just purely so we, we can see them get killed off, Yeah. and we kind of mm-hmm. cheer, well, not cheer, but at least we, 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 can, we can buy into them being killed off. We're not upset about it, certainly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so that, that's a whole, that's a whole thing. Um, so there's that. I, I, I think it have strayed that line a little bit better between the humor and the horror, and the the killing scenes still have good death scenes. There's a couple of really cool oh, yeah. inventive kills in this, but at the same time, it does have that more. Yeah, we're here for a fun B movie. Let's not take this too seriously, kind of vibe as well.
1: And uh, I think that's especially in like full effect, uh, in the end, which you know, obviously we won't give out any details, but just like the setting of the ending, I think, uh, is a lot of fun and, you know, gives for mm. a lot of cool stuff.
0: Yeah, 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 I like the the final act and where, where it all goes. Uh, it's very short, the pace keeps up quite nicely, which is one of the things that I was worried about going into it, like, not not this time, because I've seen it before, but, like, just, just in a general sense, like, you could worry that, oh, the first movie had all this, oh, is Andy telling the truth? Is the doll actually alive? There is almost a worry going into the sequel that you have all these all these adults and stuff, not believing him and saying, Oh, no, don't be ridiculous, Andy. Uh, but again, it, it finds just the right balance mm-hmm. of it not becoming annoying, not becoming yeah. like it's believable that no one believes him, obviously, but it, it could very quickly become, All oh, right, I'm sick of no one believing him. Can we just get on with Chucky being a threat, please? And it never right. like partly because it feels like Chucky's always having fun with it, like Chucky intentionally plays like a doll.
1: Oh, un- sure. Until yeah.
0: the moment where he strikes, and that's kind of fun. <laughs> I-, I think one of the smartest things this movie does is that almost every character who he kills that didn't believe that he was alive before always yeah. finds out about at least ten seconds before they die. They al- you always see the reaction to the fact that he's alive before yeah. they die. It- it's never just like oh the slip, you know, the throat slip from behind. They never know who did it. Like mm-hmm. no, they always have that moment before they die where oh no shit the doll's alive. Oh crap, <laughs> this is actually a thing. <laughs> oh. So nah, yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. like I say it's brisk as well, so it's only like eighty five minutes. It's, it's not a long movie yeah. by any means. Yeah, I think I was a little surprised when I looked at the runtime and I was like, Oh, we're not even hitting ninety minutes on this, but Whereas the first one I think was about an hour forty five, which yeah. and that's not a long for most movies, but like I I think here no the, the tighter pace did help. It's like again, mm-hmm. it's a movie about a doll killing people. There's only so much of that <laughs> I want in one sitting Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I, I like I like Play Two a lot. It's mm-hmm. it's uh I, I think it helps as well that it, it it still falls into. I mean it's 1990, but it still feels like an 80s movie.
1: Oh yeah,
0: it has the looking of, of a feel of an 80s movie. Uh, whereas once we get to Child's Play Three, uh, which I don't remember that well actually, so I can't even spoil my thoughts on mm-hmm. it. But I, I remember that feeling like oh that's that weird transitional period in the 90s where horror movies <laughs> felt kind of funny until we got to like the late 90s and they they, they had like their own voice again. Yeah. Uh, so, so no, that's I think that's the, the spoiler free uh, section of the yeah. review. So, uh, let's go into spoilers. So, full spoilers from this point on for Child's Play Two, uh, Electric Boogaloo. So, <laughs> well, it's funny you say electric. <laughs> it's yeah, because we open with a, a very over the top and ridiculous electrician And I saw I saw a laugh when you said grounded earlier because there's moments like this where I'm like, no, oh. <laughs> this isn't grounded at all.
1: Yeah, I, I guess I just meant more like the, the kind of like the cast, like the main family to me felt kind of real and believable, as much as you can get in this type of movie. But yeah, these, like, these, the beginning and ending sequences are very
0: over the top. And I also have a lot of uh, l- realism, logical sort of issues with... The, the factory itself at the end, because obviously the, <laughs> the start and the end of the movie uh, are set at the factory where they make all these dolls, the good guy company. And yeah. the movie opens explaining that they've got the doll that was that apparently did all this stuff and the news has been talking about it, all these rumours of one of the dolls went psychotic and started killing people, <laughs> which obviously, for any company, is a bit of a PR issue. And yeah. so they got the doll in and they rebuilt it because they, they put new eyes in it, they give it new... new plastic, all the rest of it, and I'm not quite sure they justify rebuilding it all, like, completely. <laughs> they, they they somewhat get past it, because, like, you know, there's two executives, there's the sort of, like, the assistant guy and then the, the main, like, head honcho, and they kind of mm. justify it by saying, oh, we wanted to see if there was actually anything wrong with it, so they, mm. you know, they stripped it down, they looked inside it, checked all of its motors, everything, and everything checked out. Why they actually rebuilt it to do this, I'm not sure, but they no, did. Uh... And of course, as as they're putting their finishing touches on it, that uh, <laughs> the device they're using electrocutes like the people working on it, and it's like, oh, it's already killed everyone. And uh, and of course, the assistant guy's told to dispose of the doll, and he takes it with mm. them, and that leads to their first death. And we, we we sort of go from there. Uh, here's a question. Sure. So we see, we see Andy's taken by this this new set of parents to take him home. Mm-hmm. We have that fun little bit where they almost run into the truck that's the good guy company truck, and he sees the face; it's very ominous as it goes past, and all that. Yeah. And he goes home. So Chucky kills kills this assistant for the company, and then he phones the orphanage or the foster Tom, whatever. Mm-hmm. And oh, I'm looking for Andy. Um, he's Uncle Charles. Mm-hmm. Like, fine, whatever. How does he have the number for this place? He's literally in the car. He's been in. He's been. I mean, custody's maybe not the right word, but he's been with the company, being rebuilt, mm-hmm. presumably since they found him. How does he have the number for this random orphanage? How does he even know that he went to an orphanage? Uh,
1: I mean, I would say absolutely no idea. Uh, mm-hmm. The only, if I had to make sense of it in my brain, I guess maybe if. At some point, he overhears like some of the executives or you know people talking. Maybe one of them mentions like, "Oh yeah," and then did you hear the you know they sent the kid to an orphanage or something like that? Like, or if he overhears a news program that maybe mentions it, but it's kind of a stretch. But that that'd be the only thing I can think of.
0: Sure, (laughs) we'll go with that. I mean, (laughs) we'll go with that. Actually. This whole thing with the assistant guy who gets killed uh, Mm -hmm. was like, oh yeah, this is like definitely of its time because he goes to like a store to buy some vodka and they won't accept his card. (laughs) And I'm like, I can't remember the last time I was in a store that didn't accept cards. Yeah, probably since I was like even like a small store like this. I don't think I remember them not accepting cards since I was like maybe in single digits. He gets to the house and he, he, he mm-hmm. tries to tie him up, and he, he ends up smashing this ornament that the, the the parents are really into, and they think it's mm-hmm. one of the kids, obviously. Uh, Andy and Kyle bond a little bit, and she ends up be- she ends up becoming kind of the the, mother, the surrogate mother of the, the movie because both the parents actually die. Uh, the dad actually dies in a very hilarious way where he, Chucky trips him down the stairs and <laughs> he lands on his head, and his neck kind of snaps. Uh, yeah, uh, which is, is actually kind of like a poignant moment when the, the mum comes down and finds him because the mum, like, in all the conversations the parents have been having about like, oh, should we send him back maybe maybe we're too ill-equipped because he's went through all this trauma, mm-hmm. maybe we shouldn't keep him here and she kept sticking up for him, saying, no, I like, I like Andy, let's try and help mm-hmm. him let's do the best we can for him and, and she's been sticking up for him, but when it looks like Andy's caused his death, because it does you know, when she runs down, there's no saying a Chucky or that Chucky's yeah. alive or whatever like, and she's like, "Get away from me!" Like she, it's like actually hurts a little bit. It's like, "Oh, you, oh, this, this is a shame." She was always so nice and kind of yeah. like the voice of
1: reason, and then to just snap like that, you're like, "Whoa!" It takes but, up, takes you back a bit.
0: But to be fair, it's justified given the circumstances. Like oh yeah. she, yeah. she, her husband's just had his neck snapped. She's now a s- single foster mm-hmm. parent. <laughs> now,
1: if I have maybe. I mean, I don't even know if I want to say complaint. Maybe more like a question or something. Uh, Maybe the most, like, kind of unbelievable thing for me is that you have this kid which has this very specific set of circumstances as to why he's here and why he's the way he is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, presumably, you know, the foster parents should know about this. And one, they have, you know, a, a good guy doll in their house.
0: Which, Which, to be fair, one state that comes up, she just said, "Oh, I, I forgot that was in there. I should have removed dialogue. She addresses it in dialogue. So, to be fair,
1: okay, so so that's fine. All right, so they so they forgot about it, but then they like like why not? Uh, like I know you think, oh, maybe the kid's crazy or, or, or something, but just just for his sake, why not just be like, hey, like you hate this thing, like you know, we'll get rid of it, destroy it, like, if that's what's going to make you feel better. I don't know, I just feel like they seemed, like, too insistent on being like, nah, we're going to keep this around.
0: I never got that impression, because to me it felt like they removed it, and the intention was to either get rid of it or put it somewhere where we would never see it. Uh, yeah. But then then the stuff with the ornament happened with the real Chucky, and the real Chucky mm-hmm. swapped the doll so that it was him instead, because he buried right. the other one in the, mm-hmm. in the backyard. Um, and he broke the ornament and more more stuffs piled up that made him look, look guilty, that made Andy look mm-hmm. bad. And Andy overhears that conversation about how, oh, he's weird because of this doll and we may have to send him back. And because of that, obviously Andy has this idea that he's going to show them that he's okay. So he, he finds mm-hmm. the doll, which he still thinks is just the, the Tommy one that he found in the closet, and mm-hmm. pretends that he's okay with it, to show that he isn't that weird, to show that he is getting over it. Uh which is kind of smart from his point of view, but it it never felt like, to me that the word "determined" to keep it around as so much as it. it well, it, it, I think it's because it's like the next day they've just tossed that aside in the living room. They've not really cared about it. I, I I feel like it's the like like that's fine,
1: but then once you actually have the scene where he ties Andy up like on, on top of the bed, and so you know, and then you know the sister comes in, and then the parents come in, and then at that point it feels a little weird that you know, like, all right, he's really freaking out about this, but maybe at this point, like, we should just chop it up. Or or why wouldn't Andy be like, hey, this is really freaking me out. Like, would it be all right if, like, we took this apart or something? I think it would just make me feel, like, a lot safer.
0: Well, the second question is a stupid kid. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the first question, uh, I, I, yeah, I guess, I, I feel like they don't... See, i i i can i'd completely agree with you. If we had scenes mm. where they like they even looked at the doll or talked about it, but yeah. I feel like they just remove it from the scene, and we never like hear them talk about it or see them discuss it, or like yeah. it. It feels like maybe they did throw it out, and then Chucky just came back inside, or, or I don't know. Like mm-hmm. it, it just it felt like because they never actually talked about it they kind of get around mm-hmm. it because I never really feel like they're they're making a stupid decision it just feels like oh yeah. this is stupid throw it aside and deal with Andy they never really think about the, the doll and maybe that's a fault of their, their characters but it
1: sure and it's it's easier when you're watching the movie and you know he's alive but I just like yeah I, I couldn't help thinking like oh someone just be like you know just, just chop him up like right now this would be like your easiest you know point but I don't know yeah
0: I mean, obviously, it would <laughs> work because Chucky would just fight back, like if he actually put him in danger. But yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, I, mean, I kind of see what you're saying, but I feel like the movie never—you mm-hmm. never, you never hear, hear them actively make the choice to not get rid of it, if that makes sense. True. Yeah. So it never feels like they're they're doing the, the like the, the wrong thing. It just kind of feels like, oh know they're putting that aside because they feel like they wanted wanted to address Andy and. Mm-hmm. It's like it'd be one thing if they actually tried to force it upon him and like brought it back. And mm-hmm. said, "No, no, you have to learn to love with this. It's just a doll." <laughs> and like yeah. they never do that. And even then, there, there could be an argument for that from a therapy point of view. Like they say, it was mm-hmm. like, it actually was crazy, and the mm-hmm. doll actually was like this weird thing with him that he was terrified mm-hmm. of it. Like a therapist might insist that, "Oh no, you, you should try and make him conditioned that this is just a bit of plastic and he shouldn't be scared of it." Yeah. Which again, yeah. in this context, we know it's not. It's, it's Chucky, but. Uh, it was uh, yeah, uh, so that's, that's a little thing. Uh, so the mother dies as well. The mother dies off screen, uh, which is fair enough. And then Kyle, Kyle kind of like discovers this. My my only point about that whole segment where the dad dies, the police come out, they take Andy back to the foster home, uh, and this all kind of happens very quickly, is Kyle goes upstairs and finds the mother's already dead. And I noticed the time when the clock in the the bedroom said like ten forty five, and I'm like, wait, this has all been one night. You know, since the dad died, this is the same mm-hmm. night. and like. They were going to bed when he went down to check that noise. Like, what time were they going to bed at? This is like a really early, early night household. Yeah. Because, you know, he's died. The cops have been. They've mm-hmm. taken the body away. Uh, the foster mother's care, or the foster... What do you call someone who works at a foster home? Um. <laughs> foster care worker. Social worker? Social worker, perhaps, yes. Yeah. That sounds right. Um... She comes, which by the way, she's uh, played by Grace Zabriskie, who is uh, Sarah Palmer on Twin Peaks. Uh, don't think I did oh. not notice that. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she comes and gets... Right, and this all happens in one night, and I just thought it was strange. Like, for the, like that must have been a little... Like, the death mm-hmm. of the husband must have at least been three hours ago at this point. Mm-hmm. You just think about all the time it takes for, you know, the ambulance to come in, the police to come in, do their questioning, you know, wait for the other person to come and pick up the kid. Like... Mm-hmm. To be fair, Chucky is working on a timeline. <laughs> Chucky's not making them do all this, though. This quickly. Oh, no, actually, he- oh, no, hon, that's really not my complaint, though. No. My complaint is that they went to bed really goddamn early. Not that Chucky's I- doing anything <laughs> wrong. This fair couple enough. were going to bed at like half seven, like a pair of weirdos. <laughs> Again, I, I if you if you work a, a really weird like shift where you know you're you're working really early in the day, maybe you do go to bed at mm-hmm. half seven. But I don't even know if these two people have jobs. <laughs> I've I've seen them doing no work.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. I don't know.
0: So yeah. maybe
1: they're just going upstairs and have really long sex. <laughs>
0: then they were gearing up for Ethan. and those in these boring old pyjamas and she was reading the newspaper. It was kind of...
1: Well, some people are into weird stuff.
0: Oh, oh, Frank, do me from behind while I do the crossword. Please. Yeah, you never know. Does he shout-out answers like, does she want help with the crossword while he's plowing away behind?
1: Mm. Yeah, uh, I would
0: say, if you're into wordplay, maybe. <laughs> That's... <laughs> <laughs> Do they reenact the the words? Like when she gets to like four across, like they have to change position in the bed mm. to create the Yeah. <laughs> to create the think, the intersection of the lines. Yeah. Is, that, is that what they're doing? Got a weird crossword that, fetish? What, yeah, that's what, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm sure someone out there does that. More of a word search man. Mmm. I don't know how that how that relates to a sexual position. <laughs> I feel like that's just, like, you would just
1: try to get as many people, like, in your bed at one time and just try to, like, crawl around and find the right one.
0: How many people can be interlinked with their genitals at the one time? <laughs> that would be, yeah, that would be that would be sexual word search. I I'm know. into it.
1: <laughs> Let's get that, uh,
0: set those Patreon goals, we'll... <laughs> Oh that, oh, that was a terrifying tangent, Tim. I don't know what you've done to me. <laughs> um. So yeah, so we kind of we kind of battle into the third act where Chucky Chucky has Kyle by the knife or throw it makes her drive to the foster home to get to get Andy. He gets Andy, kills kills the uh, the, the care worker. Get sneaks away in a, like a newspaper truck and Kyle drives off after them to try and save them and we end up at the factory again where we started the movie i'm like yeah go into a building that's full of good guy dolls that that, that won't end badly giving you a current predicament whereas to be fair they never actually I, I genuinely thought they were going to play up the whole idea oh there'll be a raw of chuckies and they wouldn't know which yeah. one was him like I, I really thought they were going to do that and they never did so fair, fair play you subverted my expectations in mm-hmm. that sense
1: yeah i could definitely see that like uh yeah maybe there's a bunch in like boxes or something, and then you know uh chucky pops out or yeah you just see a bunch in the line and you know they're looking at like one right in the eyes and then the one next to it
0: like starts pops mm. out or something speaking of boxes though I want to talk about the <laughs> the uh placement of uh, this this factory the way they <laughs> the way they arrange their all their stock of all their their, their good die dot got all the good all the chuckies <laughs> yeah. that's easy to say all the chuckies right. All in the big yellow boxes. For some reason, they have l- l- laid these things. out. Like, obviously it's these giant stacks, like the giant towers, just you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of these things. And for some <laughs> reason, they've arranged them in the layout of a maze. Like, <laughs> like Kyle and Andy are running around in here, and they're they're actually hitting dead ends and have to go back. And I'm like, no one in their right mind would arrange them like this. You'd have, clear, you'd, you know, you'd have clear aisles, and that would be a, yeah. there'd always be an open end, Maybe you or it, or you just have one big giant like solid block that, that that would be your two options you would never have dead ends Who, what elaborate like washer in the factory is like oh I'm going to make a maze out of all these dolls it's going to be so much fun uh, but I mean that's the least of my complaints though when it comes to this factory at the end there's a lot of weird things here for one there's several times in this whole end sequence where they're like you know running through the factory trying to get away from Chucky where they have to crawl through the machinery to get to the exit door, <laughs> and I am like, "Seriously, there's no other way to get to the exit door but go through this machinery." And I, I was playing Crash Bandicoot earlier. There was that bit where they try to go through the machine with the <laughs> it's, it's putting the eyes in the dolls. So it's oh, this, right, yeah. It's this thing that's spinning around, and then every like, you know every five seconds it's going, to vroom and you know it's like, oh, you have to go in in the interval, you have to go in the gap to get through. And I was it was making me think of Crash Bandicoot because there's a lot of platforming <laughs> bits in that, but it's like yeah. you can see the exit door behind the machine, and it's like. Why? Why did they put the machine in front of the exit door like this? This is just purely so we can have the. Se- Don't get me wrong. This leads to probably the best death in the movie. But the uh, the security guard, security guard yeah. <laughs> which by the way, this security guard shit at his job. Like these mm-hmm. two, plus Chucky, but these two human beings specifically have been running around this factory for the best part of ten minutes by this point, and he's not noticed them. He's the reason why he's there is because Chucky's messed up one of the devices, and the, <laughs> it's just it's saying, "Oh, you need to go and fix something." There's a, yeah. there's a clog, clog in the system. I-
1: I would have to imagine that a factory this big would probably have at least more than one security guard, or if not that, I would just
0: imagine maybe like... Well, he's kind at of least both, because he's, he's he's also there to fix things, and mm. I'm like, well, yeah, if it was awkward, because we see those dolls being made, and yeah. it's all automated, and I'm like, really, there'd probably be a couple of employees kicking around to make sure this all goes smoothly. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was the placement of the doors and the fact that on multiple occasions they had to mm. crawl through You know, obviously there's that bit where like, they're <sharp inhale> climbing up the slide depart, part, you know, all the little rollers yeah. that have the, the dolls come down to the conveyor belt mm-hmm. and they're climbing up to get out and I'm like, seriously, this is the only way out <laughs> this is the only exit, I know the way you come in is blocked now, uh, or it's too dangerous to go back that yeah. way but this is the only way now, I'm, I'm complaining about a lot of this because it's really stupid and completely illogical, however I had a lot of fun with this entire segment of the movie. Them running around the factory, mm-hmm. sneaking in and out of places. Uh, Chucky going into the machine and thinking he's coming out all deformed. Getting his hand ripped mm-hmm. off when he pulls it away from the gate. Uh, having the knife like, sticking out of his bloody mm-hmm. stump. Like yeah. All of it. Super fun. Had a blast with yeah. all of it.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a really, really fun uh, final act. And yeah, if you think about it... Uh, I get not even if you think about it too much if you just think about it a little uh, a lot of the stuff doesn't really make sense but it's yeah, how, real easy to let go like
0: how about the melted plastic that's going to be molded onto the dolls <laughs> that has a lever that just shoots out like a big fire hose <laughs> yeah i uh, i have no idea i i don't i, I don't know I, silly but
1: fun super yeah super entertaining and you know it's it's funny how much like you're willing to let go like when something you know is that entertaining um like like if you you know if we didn't like this movie we'd probably be nitpicking it so much but since it is actually well done and a lot of fun you're kind of just like all right yeah whatever like i'm shut my brain off and just kind of enjoy this
0: ride. Yeah, that's Mm. pretty much it. Yeah, If you actually think logically about a lot of these things in the movie, especially with the Mm. factory, especially how Chucky gets to certain places and whatnot, Mm -hmm. it kind of falls apart from that point of view. But if you're here to have fun, if you're here to just go along for the ride uh, Mm. and just enjoy the kills, and the one-liners and Chucky, like, screaming bitch at people and all sorts, and I, I particularly love whenever Chucky, like, tries to pretend, oh, Andy, I was only playing, I won't, I won't kill anyone else, I promise, and then he'll get, but then his he, temper will get to him, while he's still, like, trapped yeah. in the door, and he'll be like, oh, let me out here, you little shit, and he'll start getting really upset, and that's always entertaining to watch. So. It's like, does
1: he possibly think that would ever, in a million years, work? Like,
0: like, yeah. and it would Just be like, many, "Oh, you are my friend." Yeah, between between the first and second movie, now, like, by the time he like starts to make that offer, like, how many people is he killed on his way to try and get Andy? Yeah. And uh, ultimately, that's kind of that's kind of that's kind of it's, it's good fun time. Uh,
1: now, um, I would say too, though, um just real quick, while we're still on the ending, uh, I like how much like Chucky gets it. Like, it's not like. Mm. You know, he has the upper hand, the whole movie, and then there's one last final gamut that really gets to him. Like he really gets like knocked around uh, he and stuff this final act.
0: He he gets <laughs> he gets his legs ripped off, his hand ripped off, he gets melted, mm-hmm. and then he gets uh like compressed air in his and his face, which makes him blow up. Which is ultimately how he yeah. gets defeated. Like he, he goes through everything in this like final like ten, fifteen minutes. Uh, and it's like, kind of uh, glorious to watch, but he's such an asshole, he's such a little asshole, you relish in watching him get oh, punished. yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it's great. And then I I like that,
1: um, like, in other horror movies, uh, I feel like, you know, there's a lot of times where, you know, something will happen, like, you'll see, you know, the killer fall off a cliff or something, but then you don't see the body, so you're like, ooh, I don't know, like, is he dead? Is he gonna come back? But this, it's like, uh, I mean... You know that you know Chucky's probably going to be back, especially like at this point. If it's like, oh, this is starting to seem like a franchise, I'm sure he'll be back. But I like that it's like, but how the hell are they going to do
0: it because he is demolished? Yeah, yeah. To be fair, he was pretty demolished at the end of the first one as well, and they found a yeah. way. <laughs> so you know, we'll, well, I can't remember how he comes back in three, but we'll find out when we do that uh, sometime mm-hmm. in the next month. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no I, I have a blast Jails play too uh, Ultima my mm-hmm. favourite because it's just the right amount of like cheese and horror uh, yeah. and I really dig the, I, I really dig the mix and whereas 3 I think is a little bit off uh, mm-hmm. 2 really I think holds up as a fun good time and it also helps I think it's the one that I watched the most as well like when I was like a teenager mm-hmm. and like yeah. in my early teens and stuff so I have the most nostalgia for it as well uh, mm-hmm. I'd like to say it's the first one I saw because the first one I saw was the one that it came out Uh, around that time. Uh, More than that, when we get to the fourth movie in the franchise. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, that's Channel Split 2. So, Timmy, do you want to do some ratings?
1: Yeah, um, I'm I'm going to bring up a a few quick final things that I lead into the ratings.
0: I'm sorry, I'm rushing ahead there, Tim. You you, you (laughs) take as much time as you you need.
1: Uh, No, these are all quick. Uh, Well, first one, I I just want to say, I really like the cover uh, for this one um i i watched it on uh streaming on amazon prime uh and when i like went ahead and, and you know pulled it up they had the the cover which i instantly just recognized like brought me back to like my old video store days where it's just the like a jack-in-the-box with chucky with like two big scissors about to cut it, its neck off i just think it's a really cool image and i always like uh when i see something like that i'm like oh yeah i remember You know, seeing that when I was a young lad. Yeah, Um, I
0: I like the poster as well.
1: And then uh, second point, Um, we mentioned it in our first review. Um, There isn't really much more to add, but I do just want to state again that I'm really, really impressed with um, just the way Chucky looks and moves. Oh Uh, yeah, the
0: animation's great. Yeah,
1: yeah, like the uh, yeah, and like just all the facial expressions and stuff. It's it looks like a like it really does just look like a doll but then it uh you know the way it transitions from like oh it looks like a regular doll to oh it's like sneering and you know moving its mouth and
0: eyes and that's a great thing where not only is the expression really good in animatronics it does that thing Mm -hmm. where he's faking that he's a doll and then he'll (laughs) switch it's it's almost like when a person like fakes a character and then goes into their own personality they do that Mm -hmm. with the doll and it's really impressive and it always did look really impressive so it's that's really good and they kind of have their cake and eat it too because they have this whole thing that when he's inside the body of the, the doll it, it it gets a little bit more human inside where it has blood and it has like the organs yeah. and stuff so it means when we start ripping off his hands and stuff there's actually satisfying gore as well it's not yeah. just plastic ripping off Yeah. Uh, so they but at the same time you don't feel like you're being too grotesque because it's still just kind of a fake doll thing so they're kind of having their cake and eating yeah. it too in that regard but it's fun so I can't, I can't complain
1: yeah, it looks really really good. And then um and yeah, just my last point. We we skipped over um I don't, I don't know if I want to say my favorite kill, but this is the one that I always remembered the most as a kid for whatever reason. Wow. Uh but the whole uh teacher uh death scene.
0: Ah uh, yeah. Uh she's she's one of those actresses who pops up in tons of stuff. Uh her name's yeah. Beth Grant. I'll give you some examples of what she's been in cuz she's been in a lot. She was in No Country for Men. She was in Donnie Darko. She was in Speed, which I think is the first movie on your film. Oh wow! She's one of the passengers <laughs> on the on the bus. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, no, she's brilliant. She she shown up in so many movies uh, over the years. So many. Yeah. And and she's like a little
1: bit over the top as that kind of like real nasty teacher, but um, her her it was kind of satisfying to see die a little bit. <laughs>
0: I mean, even then, though, she's not actually that bad. She's just, she's, she 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 sees Andy doing something he's not meant to, mm. or he says something he's not yeah. meant to, and then she thinks he's written something obscene on our, on his, like, paper. <laughs> and she, she tries to get, dis, dis, you know, to give some discipline out. And it, it, again, like, yeah, because we know he's innocent, it feels mm. a bit harsh, but at the same time, this feels exactly what a teacher would do in this situation. Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, if
1: like if it was real life, obviously it would be horrible. But as like a, a fun horror movie kill. Yeah, oh yeah, kind of yeah, of
0: course, of course. Yeah,
1: and then he like stabs her with it. Is it like a like um some type of like air pump or
0: something for like basketballs yeah. or? <laughs> yeah, it's an air pump, or or even like a big sort of glue gun kind of yeah. kind of thing. It's something like that. Yeah. Uh, but no, but I think even in that example though, I would say that she never becomes a full caricature where she's. Like, yeah, again, what she's saying is believable enough, and it feels like you say you said grounded, and I think I, I feel like that's a weird thing to describe the movie as because it, there is so many stuff in it that is over the top and cheesy, especially whenever it comes to yeah. Chucky and the <laughs> violence. But yeah, when it comes to the characters, they're not that stereotypical. They're, they're they're kind of stereotypes, but they're there's enough. There's one foot planted in reality most of the yeah. times, where uh, at least how they're acting is justified. So, well. yeah.
1: but uh. Yeah, so all that uh, leads into my ratings, which, uh, again, I'm going to go um, pretty high on this one. Um, it's e- Even though it's probably my favorite, you know, Chucky or Child's Play movie, uh, uh, it's still not like, you know, I probably wouldn't say like, you know, my top 10 horror movies or anything at all time. It's really fun. The franchise as a whole, I think, is really fun, but not my absolute favorite. So uh, I'm going to give it a
0: an, uh, just an 8.0. You don't have to specify the 0.0, oh t- Tim. You can just say an 8. Like, I know we'd do 0.5s if we want to do a, a half point, but like mm-hmm. you don't have to specify. Well, I just wanted you to
1: know.
0: Tim, I know an 8 <laughs> is an 8.0 by default. It's also an 8.00 by default, and you could go go to 10 zeros if you want after the decimal place. It's the same thing. Oh, I didn't know we could do that. Oh God, next movie. (laughs) I give this movie an 8.576894321. I don't think I can go quite as high as an 8. I think I have to still go with a Mm 7.5. And my reasoning is basically that I don't think... Like, I like it a lot. But I kind of like it a lot for what it is. And what it is isn't necessarily a great movie. Uh, So I I think 7.5 is where I'm saying no, no, it's not quite hitting the great territory for me mm-hmm. uh, even though i i do like it a lot and it's my favorite in the series uh which maybe gives a an sort of indication how I, f- I feel about the series as a whole mm-hmm. where i'm like i like a lot of it but i don't necessarily think it ever becomes like you know compared to some of the other franchises where i think there's like masterpieces in there others whatever in there like uh you know there's no movie in the Chucky series which measures up to the first halloween for example it just doesn't it's sure a uh, so um, good fun time
1: What I will say though um, is, I agree that I don't think the franchise ever reaches those heights, but I do think more so than other franchises that it uh, remains pretty consistent. Like I I don't feel like there's any.
0: I agree with that. It is more consistent. Uh, I I think it's 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 fairly consistent. I mean, I think there's two proper dips Mm -hmm. out of six movies. And soon it'll be seven, and we'll see if the seventh one holds <laughs> up, and we'll we'll see how that how that that shapes. But uh, that, that that yeah yeah I, I agree with that. Uh, I, I want to say more, but then I don't want to spoil like our upcoming reviews. Of so course, of course, we'll get more uh, into it later. Because obviously, Halloween is my favorite horror movie of all time. But I actually think there's a lot of slasher franchises that are more consistent than the Halloween franchise as a whole. Uh, oh, sure. but I won't say what those are because we'll be talking about them at some point, uh, somewhere. <laughs> somehow. Uh, but no, that's uh, Child's Play 2, so let us know what you think of the movie in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Get us on Twitter at fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the channel, head over to Patreon.com slash MailFuzzTV. Uh, there's some bonuses over there. If you want us to help us out, you can see what they are. Uh, and feel good about yourself. Uh, feel fuzzy inside, you <laughs> might say. Uh, but that is us. So thank you once again for watching. Keep watching Scary Movies, guys. We will be back. Now, just the one episode this week. We, we, we did three last week. So we're taking it a bit slower this week. Just mm-hmm. get the one. You get Chatsboy 2. We'll be back with two others uh, next week. So you can look forward to that. But that is us. So thank you very much for watching. Once again, we'll see you next time.